Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Shelf. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer, Lee Walker. I am joined by the Perched correspondent, Justin Largertoe, who was just at WWE Raw last night, and he's back with us tonight. This man is insane. He loves wrestling. Ain't that the truth. And I am also joined by a Hasbro custom maker, someone who's a little near and dear to my heart. We've known each other forever. Chris Phantom. Go Yankees. Guys, how you doing? Doing good. Doing great. I'm good, man. Last night was fucking crazy. I literally just woke up from a nap after <laughs> just to record this, you know? And fans, you can tune in Friday to Perched on the Top Rope as we'll be discussing what happened on Raw, how Justin's experience was. You can also catch his vlog at YouTube.com and Justin We Trust. Now, uh, we're going to be talking everything Hasbro-related here in a bit. But fans, as you know, we like to do reviews of a lot of these newer things that are out on the market. And as you see, I have this beautiful WWE Mattel Creations uh, Ultimate Edition uh, New Generation Era entrance uh this was like the main thing that i wanted i also didn't realize that i bought the ring and stuff when i actually got mine which was cool uh that's an that's a story for itself as justin was just showing off the box uh, the box is really really cool that's like the first thing that really caught my attention was like that front logo of the wwe from the light and on the back justin showing uh the setup with the ring and the, the stage and everything and the figures and on the back, it's got diesel and doink in the ring with the WrestleMania skirt and the big WWE light is in the background. It's a beautiful box. It's a lot bigger than I thought too. Like I wasn't expecting this box to be as big as it was. Yeah. I didn't know what their plans were going to be with the packaging on all this. Cause you know, when they first announced it, announced it you knew it was going to be a lot of shit and them kind of branding this as the ultimate edition ring and the stage and the two figures or three figures technically that come inside like this is fucking huge man it's well worth the 250 dollars that was you know used to crowdfund it and anyone who uh didn't get it during that time i'm sorry because it just skyrocketed in price for everything <laughs> oh yeah yeah, one hundred percent. You know, you go on eBay right now and you see you see it for sale for like five hundred bucks, and you're just like, man, you missed out. You missed out. I'm one but, of those guys. I'm one of those people. I actually, you know, I, I don't collect anything but Hasbro, but just seeing them now and seeing the how the lights work and everything, I do kind of wish that I grabbed one, if for no other reason to keep it in the box for twenty years down the road. You know? Yeah, like, look at this. This thing does, like, all these different, like, blinking things. And, you know, just oh, like cool. the WWF entrance of that era did. Now, Chris, you know, and, and Justin, you see here, I have one of my Hasbro ones, but also one of my Elite ones is it's a little bigger than, than the Hasbro. Uh, these ones just light up, like, as Justin's is doing. It's just the straight lights. Chris, you have one of these. Yep, I do, yep. Um, and these things, these entrance things are great. Um, 
the guy who makes these, I, I don't remember his name and I apologize. I'll make sure I have who he is in the, in the description and everything. These lights compared to this one to compared to Mattel is fairly cheap. And my favorite though, is the fact that it has the WWF logo. It's always been something that's very big to me because, you know, with this new school stuff, it's always like the, just the W and as an old school uh, type of fan, it's nostalgic, but it's not authentic because yeah. it's not what WWF was. Yeah. I, I'm, I'd rather have the F on, on mine than have the, the lights bouncing around, you know, and it's, it's great. I just, I really like the authenticity of that old school eighties, nineties look. Yeah. And uh, the WWF ones, uh, they're custom made by the way uh really you know it, it's great quality work super high quality yeah, you awesome. know it, it's it's it, it's made different than than this one but you know you plug them in they turn on uh the whole front lights up as the colors of what the lights are of the reds and the blues and the pinks and the greens and the yellows and everything and it's really really cool now they don't do all the the little things like this one does with the you know, oh, I all, didn't know about that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, like it does like all these. It does all these different little features and stuff, which is really cool. That's awesome. You know, um, but I have in the WWF the Hasbro, and then an Elite size, which is just a, a tad bigger. This thing is huge. This light is huge, guys. Like this thing is. Fitting, can you fit your two up through that? Oh wow! Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Like that for an elite is still big because the the slide is smaller and fits the elites. Yeah, yeah. You know, for me, even though it's got the E logo, like the just the WWE logo as the light, I give it a solid nine out of 10. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it, it, it does a lot. So when I first saw this thing, I didn't realize it had all the light functions that it did. I thought it just straight up lit up and I was like, yo, that's cool. But I have the actual WWF logo one. Right. Right. And I remember it, I was talking about that. And got it much cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but then like I saw all the stuff it did and I was like, oh, crap. Now I kind of want it. Yeah, of course, I wasn't one of the ones who crowdfunded, so lucky me. I mean, I still got a hell of a deal. Let's let's not lie here. Yeah, you did you did get a fucking lucky deal, I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, really cool. Justin, what do you think of the light? I I love it, man. Like, even and I haven't really had the chance to like really take it out and you know display it. But looking at it right now, and this is probably like the second or third time I've done this, it just it showing it on video, I don't think really does it justice. It really when you're in person, it just it's awesome. The neon lights, they they pop, they're bright. And to your complaint about not having the WBF logo, uh, you know, that's more of a thing where I, I can understand it. There's not much we can really do about that. But yeah, this thing is awesome, man. This was way better than I could have even expected from Mattel. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And Phantom is having a Royal Rumble right now, ladies and gentlemen. No, <laughs> I knew it was gonna. It was bound to happen at least once. So it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. <laughs> so Justin, we you know when you first open the box, <laughs> this light is the first thing you see. Uh, you know, you pull it out, you you play with it. It's it's fun, but there's more to that than just this. Now, when you first open it up, uh, removing the light, Justin. Yeah. So once you take out the stage, uh, before I even show this, this is box is pretty much a bottomless pit of just more and more shit from Mattel. But as soon as you take the stage out, you got your ultimate diesel and your ultimate doink. Let me just pull these out. Uh, now, here's your diesel. Diesel's pretty basic, but I think it's actually like the best likeness I've seen of diesel from Mattel, in all honesty. You have the interchangeable head where it's kind of the serious and then the screaming, interchangeable hands, the vest. Uh, like I said, pretty basic, but it, it's a great looking figure. I would have liked to see them, you know, include the winged eagle. Because, I mean, this, when you look at this in the new generation, you, you think of Diesel as one of the world champions, you know? And, you know, to include him in the set, I feel like putting the winged eagle with him would have really helped too. But there's a little a uh, action shot of Diesel as the figure and then the, you know, real life shot. Diesel on yeah. the side. You know, because during the new gen era, he was, I believe, one of the longest reigning WWF champions they had. Yeah, uh, I think about a week short, a week shy of a year. Yeah. And another thing I think is cool about these, so they don't tape these Ultimate Edition boxes in this in this set. Oh, nice. They just open freely. Hmm. And here's another little Easter egg on the top here. Big Daddy Cool. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's dope. Diesel power. Oh, wow. And then, like, what I think, honestly, is up there for figure of the year. <laughs> and I know it was kind of an oddball choice to include Doink in this, but this thing is fucking awesome, man. It's a great figure. It's Look so at this. Cool. Three interchangeable heads. The hair comes off on each one. You got the mallet, the, the interchangeable hands, the jacket. Like, this is heel doink to a fucking T here. And there's the uh, uh, figure shot with the real life shot and doink on the side. That's just a great looking figure, man. Yeah, it, it's it's awesome. I haven't had the chance to, like, you know, you know pull them out quick and kind of display them. Yeah. But and those were exclusive, right? You had to, you had to be... And on the yeah, the only way to get this is with the ring. Okay, like no other way. But another thing, if you had pre-ordered by a certain date, you would get another ultimate edition. Yeah, there was a Macho Man, right? Uh, was there a Macho Man? Wasn't that what it was? I don't remember who it was. Uh, There was a Macho Man. (laughs) Yeah, because it's Macho Man. I couldn't remember who it was. Honestly, that was a guess. I'm glad I was 
Yeah, this is the uh, the commentator macho man. This is based off WrestleMania 10 with the gear and everything. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. It comes with uh, monitors, the microphones, and actually one of it has two hats, just a regular cowboy hat, and then the other one has the microphone implemented in it. Yeah, I see that. That's awesome. And you know, I wish they would have done something like that when when they were making figures of like Jim Ross because I think it would have been perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, and. This one, unfortunately, is taped, so I can't really take it out. But behind all of this is the commentator's table with the blue skirt and the chairs and everything. Oh, wow. So it's literally like a full commentator set with this macho man. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. I didn't know all that. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll put them right there for now just to get a good look at them. Yeah. They're awesome, man. I mean, and like you said, that Diesel's it's a great figure. It's just compared to those other two, it's it's the lesser of the three for sure. Yeah, it, it's 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 cool. It's just there's not much to it, you yeah, know. Yeah, but I mean, there wasn't much to Diesel. I mean, right? What would you have done different? I mean, maybe put him in the silver top, perhaps. I don't know. I, it's, that that was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, too. I mean, it's just, he's tough to to change up, really. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much there you can do. Maybe put like a pair of sunglasses in with it. The belt, like you said earlier, Chris. Yeah. You know. That's, uh, you know, and we'll get into that too. I think those belts will help some, you know, when you try to, to customize certain figures too, it's just like, what can you do? Like Duggan, there's not a lot you can do with Duggan. There's not yeah. a lot you can do with, you know, Jake, really. There's not a whole lot. You know, you got three or four options there. So like, I think that having... Get, maybe thinking about getting into doing some more like accessorizing will be a fun idea down the road too. Yeah. Not to, not to jump ahead. <laughs> now, now Justin, you, you, you pull out the ultimate edition figures of Doink and, and Diesel. And there's another flap that you open that brings you into even more stuff. This is to all the parts of the ring. Like in here, you got your turnbuckles, your uh, your truss for the ring, and then to the sides of these, like here are your posts, and here is the ring skirt, or not the ring skirt, the uh, ring mat, and another layer comes out. <laughs> oh, this I I'm glad I pulled this out all the way because here's another thing, when you pull these little uh boxes out each layer there's a crowd there oh Oh, no kidding you can set it up against your stage yeah no kidding and right here this was one of the uh one of the uh benefits to uh getting the backers for the ring you would get additional ring skirts and if I could just pull these out quick. So you have your basic WB logo, WF logo with the blue apron. You have WrestleMania. And I'm not going to pull that one out all the way, but that one's going to be in your house. 
Oh yeah. Yep. yep. I see it. Yep. Well, the reason back in the ring. Well, the reason I'm not pulling them out all the way is because they're a bitch to get back in. <laughs> How do those attach on? Like, is it like a Velcro or? Uh, so it has the little uh, elastic band on each side. Oh, okay. And literally, they just go right over over the ring post. Awesome. And another thing, which is a first time ever with this ring, so instead of just having the regular uh, baseboard to the ring underneath the ring mat, you get uh, pallets of wood, like an actual ring. Huh. And there's three of them here, so that's, I'll, I'll put them all together just to like give an idea of how big this is. I honestly really haven't gone farther than pulling the light out, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, oh, wow. No, man. Yeah. Yeah, I think when people were complaining about that $250 price tag, they didn't really realize what was going to, what that was going to get them, you know? Right. And yeah. everything here is like, it's well worth the $250. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't seen any of it like uh, in person yet. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, next time I get to over Louise. Hopefully, he's got it set up by then. We'll see if that's the case or not. It's never probably coming out of the box. Oh, I was just about to say <laughs> we got the light. He got what he wanted. Yeah, I'm just yeah, like man. the light. The light is the only thing coming out. Like the rest of it is just sitting in the box and looking pretty. There you go. Unless I have room at some point in my life to like display a fucking ring that big. I wish I had done that with uh, my Hasbro ring. Oh, come on. Because right now my favorite is, uh, you know, displaying the Hasbros at the Hasbro bar. And, you know, I got the retros in my office. They're displayed. All right, look at that. Those look awesome. Killer. He was like, screw it. I'm pulling them out anyway. Well, the one got fucked up when I put it back in, so I just pulled oh. them out. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. That WrestleMania looks dope. In your house. Crap. All right, maybe I'll display it with the In Your House because I was a huge, <laughs> I was a huge I was a huge fan of the In Your House series when they did those. Those were cool. And that's how and that's how they set up for 12 pay-per-views a year at that time was in your right. house. Yep. Lee, where was the first in your house held? I believe Syracuse, New York. Adam Dagger War Memorial, King, baby. King. <laughs> Booyah. Our, our our backyard, Chris. That's right. I had to miss that show because of my sister's birthday. I'm still kind of sour about that. I would be too. <laughs> I would be too. So would I. <laughs> so Justin, uh, you know, with all of this stuff, like for two hundred and fifty dollars, did you get your money's worth in your eyes? One hundred and ten percent, absolutely. Look, when when you think about it. You know, these Ultimate Editions themselves retail for 35 40 bucks. You know, think about that. You get free Ultimates. That's 120 already. The ring is probably what, let's say, 80 to 100 And that's it's just a, off of a normal real-scale ring. Well, how much do, did they announce how much they're going to sell the WWF Raw ring? Uh, I want to say that's 100 
So yeah, I would assume that this ring would be a hundred then. Yeah. And then let's say the stage is 60, 70 around that area. I mean, well worth it. Yeah. I would, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I beyond pulling the light out really haven't looked until like the only thing I did do is like, I, I opened up like part of it and was like, why the hell are there stairs and shit in here? I just wanted the light. I didn't realize like I bought the whole like fucking pretty much kit and caboodle. I just don't have the figures, which I'm fine with because I don't collect the ultimate editions anyway. I really just wanted the light. Like once I saw what this light did, I was so mad. I was mad. <laughs> I told you to crowdfund it, bro. <laughs> You know, because like these W, like I said, these these lights for the Hasbro's that I have with the F logo are great. Um, I don't have them on because like it it the light transparents different on camera, uh, where it doesn't show as you know as good as like this Mattel one. But you know, in photos, it's great, and you know, I know they look great in photos because Chris Phantom right here has an Instagram to which he showcases his custom made Hasbro's with the Hasbro light and Chris, what is that Instagram? So people can see all your, your customs. That is Q's underscore Hasbro underscore customs. No longer in Q's, but that's where it all started. So I was still there at the time. I, you know, I was, I got to disagree with you though. I think with those pictures, I stopped taking those with the light on because I couldn't get it right. I, I don't like the way those were coming out. Okay. Just, I mean, just off, probably off my phone or whatever. I need to figure out. I'm sure there's a way, but it doesn't, like you were saying, it never comes off like yours into the camera right now. It looks incredible. You know, yeah. those ones, I think they're a little like too neon y. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, I can, I can take a photo with it and get it to come out good. And like, I'm happy with it. But on video, if it doesn't come out that good, it's just the way the, the, the light is down here in the dungeon. That's, that's where everything yeah. is right now. <laughs> So uh, I know everything that I'm going to be asking as far as, you know, these customs and stuff. And as, as fans can see, I have a lot of them and this isn't even all of them uh, from a Andre with mutton chops to the, the suits that we know the million dollar man for with the white and the gold and the silver with the purple and, and the green, uh, a hacksaw Jim Duggan Royal Rumble '88 winner, uh, my recent birthday and NWO Hogan, which is freaking awesome. And of course, Hogan. there's there there's the perched on the top rope Hogan. Forgot about that. Guy. Which is awesome. And then uh, I'm going to get up here real close to the camera to display the $1 million man, because you're doing something that I've never seen a custom maker do, which is incredible. I've seen custom makers make these, but not what you're doing. Cause this is completely, completely awesome. And I love it. So with this being said, obviously you're, you're a custom Hasbro maker for you as a kid. I know the stories, but let's talk about them these were the first figures you had as a kid, right? Like, I, I mean, they weren't like, they were the first wrestling figures for sure. I, I was, I, you know, I had my Ninja Turtles and all that sort of stuff first, but 
these were the first ones that like I, I really collected. Um, and just a lot of great memories that, you know, like you and I have talked about it ad nauseum at this point, but just, you know, for three or four years there, this was what you did with your friends, you know, on a Saturday night, you'd have a sleepover or whatever the case was. And you were just playing with Hasbro's for hours and hours and hours on end. So, you know, I just forgot about them, you know, as you grow older, you forget about certain things. And, and one day I remembered them and I got on. I don't know if it was a Facebook page or it might have been W Figs or it could have been just Instagram, but I saw uh, Frankie Kyle, who I know that you know of and is just one of the top customizers out there. Uh, I saw some of his work and I was like, oh, I forgot about these things. And man, that's, you know, he had done something incredible. I don't remember what it was that I saw that day, but, um, you know, I, I remember the figures and uh, as it happened, and right in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, I was in a Swigo and I stopped by your house. And when I walked in and saw the bar, first thing I saw was Mr. Perfect, which was always my favorite of all the Hasbro's as a kid. And that was the start of my recollect. I started, you know, putting them back together, getting the ones that I had, getting the ones that I could never find as a kid. And um, as far as the customizing goes, it was just kind of a random thought one night. Like I didn't have anything going on. And I was like, I'm going to give it a shot. And it was terrible. It came out so bad, but it came out better than it should have. It, it was awful, but it was good enough that I was like, ah, let's try it again. And so I did. And I think that you might have more of mine than I do at this point, but if you don't, I, I think I'm up to 20 now. How many of mine do you have? 15? I'm pretty sure you have more than me. Okay. I know you were in the high teens at one point. <laughs> So far, I know I have 11. Is that all? 12. Yeah, 12 so far. It doesn't seem right. Well, all right. 12 is still a pretty decent number. But yeah, I got, I got 20 of my own here. This middle ring is all the ones that I have that I did not make that I either purchased or were gifts or whatever the case was. But um, Lee, I know you know about this guy right here. Nature boy. Oh, we're having another fall down. It's World War Three and WCW. Oh, it's just it's awful. Three rings, six sixty customs. Can't move a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that Ric Flair. Unbelievable. That, that yeah, we gotta, we gotta talk about Eddie Carpenter and this Ric Flair. So our good friend Edward Allen Carpenter, who I think he's got a Facebook page now too. Do you know the name of that? We should have looked that up. Yeah, I'll look up. My yeah, phone. we got to plug Ed. Yeah, look that up for me while I'm talking, please. Um, Eddie, he made this. I'm not a Galoob fan at all. Never was as a kid or anything. And he made one of these Ric Flairs uh, and ended up giving it to our friend Pat Mancinetti. And I was begging him for it the whole time. I was offering him money the whole time he was making it, but he knew the whole time that it was going to be a gift. So I uh, struck up a deal with him and got one made. And this guy is just. You know, he's a couple of his are in this ring and he's notoriously fast. I mean, you can give him a project. He's done with it in a day or two. And this thing took him. I I mean, it was over two months, maybe closer to three months that it took him to uh, to make it. And really, it's just you, you need to see it up close. 
it's one of the most incredible pieces. I can't imagine the patience that it took to put this thing together. It's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, it really is. I'd get up a little closer to the camera, but if I move my legs, then the figures are all going to fall down again. I don't feel like we'll do that, so. So Ed's page is EAC Custom Galoobs LTD. Yes, go check that out because this man is absolutely incredible as well. So like one thing I've noticed is there's there's certain there's certain things that you know he does with a galoob because he does Hasbro's too, but the man yeah. is just a genius when it comes to these galoobs and uh he's done another rick flair with the robe which is just as fucking beautiful being honest that's i mean like i said i was begging him for it the entire time that's why i ended up with this one yeah so oh my god there's always something special about customs you know i've always been somebody who for the longest time was kind of seemingly against them until my friends, you started making them. And now I've got a baker's dozen almost. Well, let's be fair. I think that that, that Matt, the cost of Brett got you going a little bit too, because you oh, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> now I've got the whole heart foundation and the jackets. Right. And I, I've never seen right. anyone. No, I don't know anybody else that has that for you. Uh, and not even that. I don't know anyone that can, make an Owen Hart face for a figure and actually have it come out look decent. Right. This is the right. first, this is the only figure. And I was like, I will own that. And I was I right. Have, uh, over in my, my box of parts, I actually have two Owen heads, different ones by, made by the cost. So I'm looking forward to doing those very soon too. I'm just waiting on body, body parts and things like that to get here for them. But uh, decals, actually, those are in the mail, uh, along with a custom Funhouse Bray Wyatt. To go with this fiend here. I don't know if you, how well you can see that, but I was I was eyeing that fiend in the front. It's it's probably my favorite. I, I I gotta be honest. It's tough to say that after we just talked about that Rick Flair, but I'm such a huge huge fan of anything Bray Wyatt does at all. Um, you know, I I don't tune in to watch wrestling, and I guarantee you that I will be now again just because he's back. Um, yeah. The other see, night was on the topic. What what did you think about the return and how it was oh done? I mean, like, how good was that? How amazing was that return? Could they have done it any better? I don't think they could have done it any better. Just awesome. The only thing, I will say this, I was one of the many, many people who at first thought that The Fiend was him. And I was like, all right, nice. It's just going to be The Fiend again. I don't want him to be gone. It's such a great, <laughs> great gimmick. It really is. And I don't think that it, it will be. I, You know, that, that's what makes Bray Wyatt so great is his... his you know, his creativeness and the way that he has innovative matches, I'm sure that The Fiend will get worked back into a storyline or to a, at least a match or something somewhere along the way. So, But, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I'm just glad that he's back, man. You know what I mean? I, I'm down for whatever he's got cooking up. I trust him. I trust his genius mind. He is one of the best things that has ever happened to pro wrestling, in my opinion. Um, so I think that we're all better for him being back one way or the other white rabbit fiend whatever it may be but uh as far as how they executed it i thought it was absolutely magnificent 
Right. And the biggest change this time around is, you know, Vince is gone. Triple H is, you know, in charge of creative. So pretty much right like, now, handcuffs are off. I feel like he doesn't, you know, we all know that Vince never likes it when somebody either makes it on their own or comes to him already made. You know, we watched the invasion angle. Booker T was humiliated. You know, that was just awful. And he, it wasn't just Booker T. But it's everybody that was a star over there got married. Um, and he, I don't think that Vince could handle the fact that, you know, it was Bray's concept and his creation that, that you know, was get just so super over. You know, like one of the most over gimmicks of all time. Um, and I don't think that, that Triple H will do that. I think that he'll let him run a little bit more wild with his creator. And I hope that he does because the man's a genius. So, yeah. That, um, but I, I yeah, was looking... so I, uh, I think we we're discussing decals or something. I got one off on a tangent. I was talking about the Um but yeah, I've got uh, I've got a bunch of stuff in the mail. Is what I'm saying uh, right now: decals and body parts and stuff like that. And Owen, two Owens actually are going to get done. One is going to my good friend Wes, and I'm keeping the other one for me because, as Lee said, you just never see a good-looking Owen face, and I happen to have two to work with, so I'm keeping yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, and so I was always like. I don't want to say like against them because like I'm an OG collector type deal. Like if it's not, I, know, I remember, I remember when I first like started collecting and was coming over again and, and hanging out. You were like you had your Mister Hughes custom and yep. you pretty anti custom other than that. Yeah, um, it really was when you got that Brett. And I mean, I don't blame you. I've got similar ones sitting right here and one of the best ones I own. Yeah, but it was when you got that that you kind of slid off i'm sorry to interrupt but i no, no because like even even like when ed did the new japan pro wrestling hulk hogan yeah uh for christmas like that was like i i was like i was like in awe over that yeah, thing yeah. you know what i mean so you know that was that was one of them the brat was one uh and then when you got into it you know like i'm excited for like when my friends do things so like this was this was something cool. You made a lot of cool ones where I was like, yeah. Yeah. Once, once I started to not be like God awful at it. I mean, I still suck, but at least I'm not like terrible, terrible. Like <laughs> I was in the beginning. <laughs> so, so like, what is it for you, you know, with these customs with like, you know, I'll, I'll, uh, for example, the Legion of Doom. Yeah. You just made your own set of Legion of Doom and the first thing I notice is the spikes and everything. Yeah. You know, they're spike pads. Do yeah. those come off? They do come off. They absolutely do come off. We'll pop some off right now, actually. So these pads came off of a Jack-specific uh, LOD 2000 set. They were silver and beat to shit. Uh, so I spent a couple of days. I didn't have the body parts that I needed to make. The figures yet so i spent a couple days fixing those up getting them ready um because i've i've killed myself before like when i did jimmy hart i don't know if you can see jimmy back there i waited to the last second to do the megaphone and like by the time the figure is done you just want it to be done you know so i uh i learned my lesson there i had the opportunity to get the accessories finished ahead of time so that when the figures were done it was all going to be complete um but yeah those i i was lucky enough to find those for pretty cheap. Um, Matt DaCosta, uh, who I've mentioned a couple times now, amazing 
incredible artist who Lee and I own several pieces by. Uh, he told me what he does when he makes his. Uh, told me how to find them, what they what he uses, and said good luck. They're tough to find, and they are tough to find. Um, I was lucky enough to score a set for twenty bucks on eBay. They normally go for like forty or fifty, so I was lucky there. Um, and yeah, I just kind of went for it. It was, uh, you know, you see the big guys doing that one, and I'm not quite there yet, but I wanted to give it a shot, and they came out way better than they should have. Super happy with them. I got offered a bunch of money for them, like for a day straight by three or four different people. And I, I, I thought it, I thought it over, and I just I couldn't let them go because I don't know that I'll be able to do them that well again. So those ones are staying here with me for for good. That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. and I mean, the fact that you know the shoulder pads being able to come off is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's like I said, you know, you don't see, you know, you're just everyday like playing around type of guy like the, the people doing this stuff are the people that are backed up with orders for the next year you know people that you see on instagram with five thousand followers and that they should have because they're amazing you know what i mean like so i was i challenged myself with that, that one quite a bit i did not know that it was going to come out very well at all and it did so i was i'm really happy with those you know that fiend like i said is probably my favorite one those are probably my favorite that I've made. Um, if not those, then this Mr. Perfect hiding back here, the Survivor Series 1992 edition. You don't see it happening a lot. You don't see a lot of people doing that. Like, um, you know, you mentioned earlier the Million Dollar Man. Love doing the MDM figures. They're great, but everybody knows those. You know, it's, yeah. it's not a difficult one to do. It's fun to do. Um, and I do, you know, I've been incorporating the glitter paint to kind of make the suits pop and look more realistic. Um, and that's, you know, you don't see that so often, but you do see it. You know, you see it plenty. Oh, what are you grabbing? Which, which well, color? I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to get up close to the camera and show off like what. Oh, you're sure, yeah. Oh, see, I thought we were—I thought we were going to show the belt first. That—that looks great. Like, look at the. Have to toot my own horn, but man, that is one of my favorite ones. Like, how, like Justin, how awesome does that look? Yeah, Chris, Chris does a great job with the glitter. We actually, or I saw the uh, one he recently did with the white suit with the million yeah, dollar win yeah. and the championship, and in person it just looks phenomenal the way that he was able to pull that off and the way he yeah, was able. Honestly, uh, that white glitter paint is is difficult to work with so i i just buy like actual glitter paint and then normally we'll buy the the, the color coinciding color of glitter and mix some extra in there so that it sticks better and right. pops more but you can't really do that with the white paint so i just had to rely on what it was and, and do you know two or three extra layers and it didn't look great down here in the dungeon uh when i got it to you guys it looked awesome under the beautiful lights of hooters on wolf road so <laughs> Now, one thing that he has done that's really cool, especially with the glitter, like look at the silver popping. Yeah, that's that's awesome. In the suit, and a lot of people make this, but the, it, it doesn't it doesn't have the shine. Now I can't tell if you can tell or not, but <laughs> I forgot I did that. He's holding money. He paid <laughs> the figure. Yeah. Now I we're really excited about that. I, I thought of that at random, and I was like, yo, Ash, look at this. <laughs> and I showed him, 
he knew exactly what I was doing too. All it was was a tiny little rectangle of clay. And he was like, oh yeah, there you go. So this is the one that was my birthday present. Like, look at the logos with the yep. pants. Shout feet. out to Stan for those decals. Look at that. Yeah, that came out very, very well. Chris, you did a great job at applying those decals too. I got to give it to you, man. I, man, all credit goes to Stan the man. He, uh, you know, he sends out a quality product. He's been hooking up a lot of us and uh, a lot of people who are trying to do, you know, really some of the stuff you just can't hand paint, you know, like that, that shirt on that home. And it's, you know, you're not going to be able to, to hand paint that. Um, so he's been helping out a lot of guys in the community. He's a really good dude. Uh, Stan Michael, Stan Michaels, I'm sorry, is his name on Facebook. Um, and he's prices are very fair. He ships out quick. He's a really, really good guy to deal with. He's been, you know, like I said, it's, it's, uh, you can get decals from a bunch of people. You can make, try to make it yourself. It's, it's a matter of the quality of the decal. And uh, I, I just trust him and, so I appreciate the compliment. I do have to give him credit where it's due, though, man. He sends out a quality product. And it was it was very easy to get that done. And it doesn't look like it was, but it was very easy to get that thing done just, you know, because of the quality of the product. Right. Now, this one I'm really, really excited to talk about for an obvious reason. Yeah, there we yep, go. There it is. Look at the shine on the belt. Yeah, so I was, uh, I had a couple extra belts. I had a, a Hasbro winged eagle and I had that. Uh, the clasp was broken. I had to fix it anyways. So I was like, well, you know, you're already working on this thing. Look at that. Why not, you know, why not try to make that thing shine too? And the actual belt, everything was, you know, rhinestoned and uh, on the Hasbro version, only the three big dollar signs are. So I was like, you know, let's try to make that pop too. And, uh, same thing. All it is is glitter paint. It's not difficult to do. Uh, and, you know, if anybody's out there listening and wants to try it, it is literally a dollar bottle of glitter paint from Michaels and a little bit of patience and a little bit of time. It's, you know, they're, they're really fun to make. They come out looking awesome. Um, I've got here. Now I'm going to have to risk it, but I'm going to get up close to the camera, too. Please oh don't fall over. That. <laughs> All right. I'm not sure if you guys can see where I'm. There we go. So I oh, just wow. completed the Winged Eagle Hasbro as well, and that came out looking really cool. So I'm super happy about that. And um, Lee and I are going to look into – I know Lee is looking into right now getting some – million dollar belts but i wanted to i think what i'm going to do is, is just get as many reproduction ones as i can if i'm going to paint them up anyways they don't need to be official and it'll keep the cost down for me and and anybody who wants to get one but i've got uh you know i i really like how this one came out i just think that it's more realistic you know what i mean and and sometimes i wish i'm doing these things and i look at that and i'm like man i would have killed for that when i was 10 you know, too late now, but at least it's here. <laughs> so what I love about it is like we've seen others make Hasbro belts. And I I know uh Chris, you know like the ones I'm talking about, but I'm I'm gonna show off a, a couple other ones. Oh yeah, yeah, those are great. Um what's that uh, wrestling figure workshop ones, yeah. 
Yeah, these ones. Yes, those are awesome. Those are fantastic belts. But then I've got I've got this that I had uh, that this guy makes, and this is like the Owen Hart European Championship. The back of the belt, like this, is all Owen Hart related stuff. Like it says, King King of Hearts. Dude, that thing is badass. When did you get that? Uh, I got these a while back. Um, I don't even remember who I got them from. But here's here's a couple other ones. Like here's a Razor Ramon. Oh wow! Damn, that's sick. Yeah, Razor is a custom I've yet to do. I tried one and messed up, and so nobody ever saw it. But <laughs> I uh, I gotta I gotta get into doing some razors. Brett David did a, a hand painted razor, which is impressive. And not something that I would even attempt. I, I'm going straight to Stan getting decals for any type of razor work. And uh, Brett David, man, he just went for it. And it came out looking awesome. Green trunks with the slam action. No shirt. It was, it was a really, really nice looking razor. You know, so there's there's something to be said about, like, these custom, custom belts. You know, we see people doing some with their own little twist. And you have your own little twist with yours. So what what made you decide to go with trying to, to do a belt? What was the decision? I mean, honestly, like I said, I just had a couple extras. Uh, I think what was going on was I was waiting for coats of paint to dry on the figures that I was working on that night. And I was just in the zone. I was rolling. And so I wanted, I just wanted to keep painting something up and I looked over and I saw that million dollar belt and I remembered that I had to fix the clasp on it. And so I did that. And just as I was holding it, I was like, Hey, you know what? You got to repaint this thing. Cause it was all chipped to shit. It looked like hell. So I was like this thing, I was just going to, you know, maybe silver Sharpie or whatever. That's what I honestly, that's what I did with my, I think it's over here. My, uh, my Hasbro winged Eagle, uh, the one that I didn't paint on. I, it was all black. So I just took a, a gold sharpie to it it looked great so you know i left it um and lee will tell me it should have been a silver sharpie we just got into that argument the other day um <laughs> he's not technically real uh but yeah i just I, I you know i thought it would look cool and i got the belt for like 12 dollars because it was broken so worst case scenario it wasn't gonna look cool and i could throw it in the trash and not really have to care about it, it was 12 bucks <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you really don't want to waste the money on like if I if I buy a fleet of bodies, uh, you know, Dave Calloway wrestling tycoon on Instagram, um, he'll make you whatever body you want. He can 3D print anything. Um, you know, and if I if I buy a fleet of those and then spend a hundred dollars on bodies, I don't want to waste one of those. Um, but you know, for a twelve dollar belt, it was either gonna work or it wasn't, and luckily it did. So now we're on to something new and cool that we can do and um, you know, I think it, it'll help out. Like I said earlier, I, and there's certain figures that, you know, you can make the coolest Jim Duggan custom in the world and it's just not going to look that great. It's, you know, it'll look, even if it looks great, it's not going to pop next to another custom. So I think that, you know, if you can do like maybe a, like a cool stained looking two by four or something, just make it stand out. You know, these belts, uh, will help with, you know, the million dollar man is not the, the like I said earlier, it's not the craziest thing. A lot of people make them. So I think if I'm putting those belts on mine, it'll just make them look 
a little different, a little bit cooler or whatever. You know what I mean? It just makes them stand out. Um, but I just, I like the way it looks. I, I think it gives them a more realistic look to the belts that we had growing up. Yeah, it does really make them pop because like I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at mine and yeah, I'm going to need like five done. <laughs> So Wes ordered a couple. I think you I think you wanted to get one of each. Um, I don't remember what he said exactly. Actually, I'm working on a figure for Wes right now that I'm excited as, as all hell about. He asked for an ultimate warrior in Miami Dolphins colors. And like that's fine. I'm not gonna judge people. So I said, Yeah, sure, Wes, whatever. And then he suggested, I don't know if I'm gonna do this or not. But he suggested instead of doing the Warriors logo on the chest, that I put the Dolphins logo on the chest. And it's pretty simple. It's very doable. I can absolutely pull it off. It might be cool. It's a one-off figure for a Dolphins fan. I just – I feel a certain way about maybe not doing that because – Yeah, even with you kind of explaining that, I'm just going to – Yeah, just like, I don't know, man. I don't want that out there. Because <laughs> he's going to, like, tag me and shit. I don't want people knowing I did that. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck put a dolphin on the Ultimate Warrior's that's, chest? That's what it really is about for me, disrespecting the Warrior. But, I mean, at least it's a Series 1, so it's not like it's one of the cool ones. Right. But, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm excited to do it. I think it's going to look really cool when, when it turns out. But um, just because it's such a, a strange... Wes has hit me with two very strange requests now. One time he sent me just a random bush and asked me to paint just one bushwhacker for him. I was like, all right, I guess. <laughs> but now, now after that, he wants uh, he wants a dolphin-themed Ultimate Warrior. So whatever makes him happy. So it has, what's been the most challenging Hasbro for you to make? Right now I'm getting my ass kicked by an earthquake. Uh, believe it or not it, it shouldn't be this difficult and i don't know why it is but just the, the white strip with the black you know uh whatever it is you know what i'm talking about yeah i can't get that black part right i've had to repaint the white like three different times so it's sitting over there waiting for me until i feel either ambitious or more patient than usual one day and we'll finish up then um most challenging you know doing the the crush logo hand painted I've tried twice. Uh, twice it sucked. <laughs> um, so that's not easy. But I can't find a good decal for it. Um, Brett is deceivingly hard. Um, the eyes are the most difficult part of doing a custom. So the guys with sunglasses on, right? You're like, all right, cool. Brett is just difficult. I don't know what it is about. And it might just be me. Um, but man, I just I have a tough time with Brett. Um, there's... That's I, I, I got to stick with Brett probably is the answer just because I've tried to do him more than the others. And it just, I feel like every time it's it just, I end up getting pissed off and, and I don't finish it on time and, and all that. But um, painting the series one macho man, painting around those stars for the people that want the green trunks macho. I like to, to paint around good Hasbro stars. Uh, again, I have not found decals that small. And I'm not that great with painting stars on, so I like to keep the original ones on there if possible. And that can be super difficult too. But and that's that's more a matter of having the right paint brushes, and, you know, just having the right tools on hand. 
Um, but yeah, I'd have to say Brett. I, it's just deceivingly hard. Uh, you would not think that, that that'd be the one. Well, you know, Brett also just has a shitty fucking face on every single one of his Hasbro's. You know, he does what? What are him and the Mountie looking at? Like, what's up? What's up and over there a little bit? There's something up and over here a little. What? Yeah, I never liked that either. I love the Brett figures. I mean, I love them both, but that was just because it was Brett and I was eight. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, they're not good looking figures. Like they're they can look cool on a display, but playability, they were not the best. Yeah, you know, Brett is like Owen. There's never been a good head scan. Even like with the elites. There's no, never- yeah, you're right. You're right. And they, they just they're so intricate now and, and they still can't get Brett right. No, you know, it, it's just an ugly dude who taps to his own finisher. <laughs> <laughs> You know? I, I mean, you're you're not wrong. So, you know, when it comes to the Hasbro, like the you know the custom Hasbro's, I know like some of the process. You know, you guys use uh, clay to mold things quite a bit. Too, yeah. Um, what would you tell somebody who's new, just starting out doing customs? That you might be able to help them out because you were once a new a, a new guy on the block too. I'm still a new guy. Um, so I'll tell I would tell them the same thing that the great man at the cost said. Don't take it serious. Don't you know what I mean? Like it's a fun thing. It should be a fun thing. I like for me, like people buy them off me, but I don't ever make them for that purpose. I make them because I feel like making that figure. And if it sits on my shelf, awesome. You know, that's great. It's just a hobby, you know what I mean? And your hobby should be fun and customs are super fun. So you should have fun with it. Don't take it serious. If, if, if you fuck it up, you fuck it up. You can always paint over your fuck up. And, you know, um, the other than that, invest in like the right tools. You know, I, I was trying to do everything just like by hand, you know, and like looking at it. You're not going to be able to do the hearts on Brett's leg. I mean, I'm sure that these guys that I talked about earlier probably can, but I can't. Um, you know, I bought a light with a magnifying glass and that made all the difference in the world. I started upgrading my uh, paintbrushes and, and all that. So um, just having the right tools for the job, good lighting, uh, magnifying glass, you know, whatever you need to have to get in there and do the details really well. Um, that's started helping out uh, immensely with the eyes too. Because like I said earlier, doing the eyes is the toughest part. If you look at that white million dollar man that you just got versus that Andre that I made you, Andre's eyes are awful on that. I mean, that was, that's, it's a cool looking figure, but the eyes are just terrible on it. It was right when I first started. Um, and, you know, that, that white million dollar man that you got last weekend, that looks just about like a Hasbro. So um, having the right tools and, and, and lighting is huge. But uh, the most important thing is, is, like I said, it's a hobby. It should be fun. Have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. You're going to suck. Like, you're going to suck. It's all a matter of, like, do you want to suck long enough to not suck? Or, you know, if you're the type of person who wants to be good at something right away, then you probably won't like it. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) if you, you know, just be okay with sucking because it's fun. It's still fun when you suck and you're probably going to. So that's, that's the best advice that I would be giving. So that's what I would give back. Awesome. And Chris, where can fans find you on Instagram again? 
That is Q's Hasbro Customs underscores under each thing. So C-U-S-E underscore Hasbro underscore Customs. So, Justin, I'm going to do something different this week. Okay. For Figure Up the Week. Chris, you have a plethora of custom Hasbros in front of you. I do. I'm going to let you pick figure of the week. Ooh. Okay. Well, if I'm picking figure of the week, if I'm picking figure of the week, I got to I got to cheat a little and say shout out to Darren Sedgwick on this two up. Figure of the year is this Nature Boy Ric Flair. And it's you- not a hat, bro. We're going figure of the week. We're going figure of the month. We're going figure of the millennium. I'm Nature Boy Ric Flair, made by the great Edward Allen Carpenter. Chris, without creating uh, World War Three, could yes. you bring that figure up close to us? I so can. You know what? At this point, let's create it if we have to. <laughs> We're late in the game here, baby. Late in the game, and the Yankees tied it up. I've Justin, why do you see this thing, dude? This entire time I've been watching in the background. I did not see that oh. they scored, though. I'm very happy now. Oh, shit. Wow. Now, Justin, this... The other this, one that he did... Sorry, Lee, go ahead. This galoob was no robe. This was all handmade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. This is this thing weighs about a pound, pound and a half. And That's it's a galoob. That's awesome. Uh, the other one that he made that he gave to Pat says rick flair on the back and mine says nature boy i think that's really cool that he's kind of doing variations of them but he has a fleet of rick flares that he just got uh he's got a fleet of rick flares that he's got he's gonna start doing a bunch of these and again go follow that facebook page because eddie is the man and uh He's a lot better than I am. So if you like this stuff, then you'll love what he's uh, putting out. And if, especially if you're a Galoob fan. I never was as a kid. Like I said, this is probably the only one that I will ever care about until I get my Galoob Stone Cold Steve Austin that is also on the way right now. I don't know if Lee knows about that or not. But um, I got a Stone Cold. I think I asked him to make me a Brett as well. Um, and unfortunately, we are just a day early because I would have had tomorrow. I'm getting in the mail. Uh, one of the greatest Macho Man customs you will ever see in your life. Um, Matt the Costa, 1991 Royal Rumble poster edition. Uh, and I'm getting my Funhouse parade tomorrow, too. So we were a day early on this one, unfortunately. But I'm excited to see those tomorrow. And no eyes yet, but we do have another Malloway Hogan in the works right now that is coming oh, out nice. spectacularly. So I was hoping to have him done before, but things got in the way life happens awesome fans make sure you go and check out chris make sure you check out our boy eddie's facebook page make sure you check out justin at youtube.com and justin we trust as he'll be having more vlogs coming out soon because uh god forbid the guy stay home and <laughs> not go to a wrestling i, I swear to god i only come home to sleep no joke you know but ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at Perched on the Top Shelf with the Perched on the Top Rope Network, youtube.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. I got to take a big breath because it's going to be really, really long. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at Apple, 
Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, and anywhere podcasts are found, it is perched on the top rope. But we are perched on the top shelf. We are under the Perched on the Top Rope Network. You can find us on TikTok at Perched on the Top Rope, where we have hilarious Selena scenes recreating the greatest moments in wrestling history. And you're not going to convince me that Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania 32 is not one of the greatest moments in wrestling history. <laughs> Hence, it's a Selena scene. And you know what? If that doesn't tickle your fancy, then you can go and you can watch the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan. That's right. WCW's Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan. Some of you... Uh, wanted to believe that he killed Chris Benoit, Nancy, and their son. You're wrong. Uh, conspiracy theories. No. Anyway, you can watch Kevin Sullivan get humped by a dog. It's TikTok.com slash Perch on the Top Rope. Every Sunday over on Twitch.tv slash Perch on the Top Rope, you can watch the adorable one, Alex Todd, uh, streaming Anything WWE video game related, but also will be streaming a lot of old school classics as well. Non-wrestling related. You can find us at Twitter at Perched Top Rope. You can find us on Instagram at Perched on the Top Rope Podcast. You can also find us on Facebook. We are coming close to 11,000 followers. It is facebook.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. And for all of those countries on podcasting that have kept us in Chartable's Top 250, Ireland, we've been with you all for two years, America, Great Britain, Canada, Ireland, Germany, Australia, Indonesia, we've been number one. And thank you for that. Uh, we're in eight countries total. Thank you for tuning in each and every week and listening. You can catch us Friday, 1230, new podcast episode for Perched on the Top Rope. This is Perched on the Top Shelf. Ladies and gentlemen, if your figure is not in a case, you don't have a chase. We're out. Damn, he really went full Excalibur right there. Yeah, he, he went it.